0: Bigger Talks, Bigger Talks. We're back again. We're here at Soho House and we got Veronica Julia, lifestyle (laughs) entrepreneur from New York. Uh, She talks about dating and she also talks about the experiences of going to different restaurants and dining, like locations like DC, New York, LA. And today we have the privilege to have her on the podcast and have a bigger conversation about all things. By the way, she's also the founder of the NOAA Collective, a swimwear brand um that she created how long ago was this
1: so this was in November of 2021 is when we launched so kind of like a different launch date for a lot of swimwear brands but I think it was honestly really fun because it's based in New Orleans and it's right right
0: because you're from New Orleans right right? exactly
1: exactly and it's warm weather all the time down there you know so it was crazy because we just didn't expect to have such a great audience from the get go, yeah. but our community really supported us yeah. and, you know, they were wearing us on all of their vacations and yeah. tagging us on Instagram. And now we have people that wear it, you know, all over the country, which
0: is super yeah. cool. Well, congratulations. Well, we get more into that later in the episode, but before we move forward, give people a little bit of like, who are you? Where you come from and like your entrepreneur lifestyle, entrepreneur. What is like your expertise and what is it that you do that you love doing?
1: Yeah. So uh, I kind of jumped head first into the yeah. entrepreneurship space whenever I was getting my MBA from George Washington University in DC. And okay. we have that DC connection because yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're a Baltimorean. Yeah, and man. basically I graduated from LSU for undergrad and I was like I have no idea what I want to do I thought I wanted to be an attorney yeah. my entire life and ended up working at a law firm as like a runner which honestly yeah, what is a
0: runner What's so
1: again yeah, you're not like physically running <laughs> but honestly kind of your brain's running because this particular job that I had it definitely was a little bit more experienced than a typical runner so usually runners are like filing and running like coffees yeah things okay. like that so uh, I was actually coding litigation documents and putting them into the computer system. And that's something that law clerks do, you know? So I kind of got firsthand experience of something I definitely didn't want to do. And this was at the end of my senior year. And I kind of was like, oh shit. I've really been putting all my eggs in this basket. Let me try and think and be innovative about what else I can do. Yeah. So I had had all these like marketing internships throughout college. I had actually worked for this brand called Like to Know It. Like to know it. That's that's I like all to know more the about like that brand. <laughs> So that's basically the platform that all influencers use to uh, make their products commissionable. So anytime people are posting links on social media for fashion or accessories, or even like lifestyle products, usually they're going through like to know it or some other commissionable based commission based platform. So they like to know
0: it influencers out there, you want to create a product. Like to know it. I think you should hear her up because also you help influencers scale their brands and yeah. build communities, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'd worked for them and then I was like, okay, maybe I should go towards the marketing route. And that's what I did. I ended up in grad school in DC, but COVID happened yeah. a semester after I had started and I basically was doing a lot of freelance social media management for brands that were presenting at New York Fashion Week and LA Fashion Week. So I was working directly with the fashion industry, but I realized that once COVID happens, they were not having runway shows anymore. And there was basically no need for me, at least on site. So I decided to kind of just pivot and start my own just digital media agency. So I was creating websites. I was doing graphic design. I was doing branding. And it was a lot of work. I what gave
0: you the uh, inspiration to do that? Like, was it just the uh, the market that, that was happening, and with the COVID, did you yeah. have someone in your family like inspiring? Like, where did that come from? That's I mean, that's a bold decision. It right, start uh, my own agency.
1: Yeah, so I have such a deep rooted appreciation for people in the hospitality industry so growing up my dad owned a jazz club in new orleans and i was that little girl sitting bar top with my dad he's like shooting bath whiskey i'm drinking a shirley temple and i became best friends with all of the waiters and the waitresses and the whole staff you know these establishments because As somebody that had been uh, the daughter of somebody who was working in the jazz club industry, you're going to different restaurants. You're kind of all big community in New Orleans. So I decided to really start focusing on hospitality brands during COVID because they were struggling the most. Like what is
0: some that you work with? Yeah. So like
1: restaurants, I was working also with a lot of fitness people. So whether they were just like instructors or they were gyms, yeah, it was very well-versed you know there was a lot of people that were struggling and so it's so crazy because there were so many restaurants and
0: by the way does your are your agency open for hiring like if like say a big brand wants to hire you for like a campaign for three months is your agency available to kind of work with the with the brand like how does that work
1: so basically what happened was there were so many like restaurants and people that were online previously that needed help. And I loved doing that. It was so fulfilling for me, but after time went on, I realized that I offered way too many services just for one person to take on. So I ended up working with a business coach and she instructed me to focus on one service that I highly enjoyed and one service that made me the most profit. And basically I found out that I loved doing consulting work. I loved working with people face-to-face. I love being just almost a sneaky business partner in a sense. So now I do social media consulting and basically help people get higher engagement, land paid brand deals. If they're, you know, running a personal brand or they're an influencer And just developing a community as a whole.
0: Oh, wow. So that's been big. really cool. And I think, you know, in that space, because I've been in that space for so long with so many brand deals. And I realized like some of the brands, like I'm more than just a creator and an influencer or a person who hosts content for brands. I have IP right? as far as like in the consultant space or like how to set up events, what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think are there are many agencies like you out there. So I'm not sure if there's that do it all, but kind of understand from the inside out.
1: Right. So... I work a lot with micro-influencers okay. because I think it's kind of crazy. What's some
0: micro influencers Yeah. Just to kind of preface like what it is. Is it 100,000, 10,000 followers? Like what is a micro-influencer? So
1: a micro-influencer is anywhere between like ground zero to 100,000 followers. Yeah. After 100,000 followers, you become a macro-influencer. Yeah, yeah. So there is this divide in a way because macro-influencers obviously have like there's... It's amazing how much money you can make as a yeah. macro influencer. But as the micro influencer, obviously you're getting paid less, but these brands really appreciate these micro influencers because let's say they have this huge marketing budget and they don't want to put all of their eggs in one basket and just give this one big influencer like 50,000, but they can spread it out amongst a bunch of smaller influencers and like maybe have a higher return. You know, it kind of just depends on what brand it is and what they're trying to achieve. So I think a lot of people think it's impossible to not make money as an influencer unless you're to that caliber. But I think it's all about collaboration over competition that is my biggest saying and i think what i try and inspire people to do is collaborate with their communities with other creators and just get their name out there
0: yeah collaboration over competition that's a beautiful name yeah and i think we all can help each other especially in space so let's talk about your social media and your social media following so with all your expertise information your tiktok is amazing you also have a podcast martinis and bikinis Mm -hmm. right you talk about that but how did you go about scaling your TikTok, and your Instagram? Like, what's your intentions? Like, to someone who wants to be a creator of micro influence or maybe a micro, what are some tips you can give them to kind of grow or scale their platform from your perspective?
1: Absolutely. So, uh, I think the number one thing is provide value. So, whatever you're putting out there, I have this tactic where I actually have a dream follower that I've created. Oh. So, this is somebody that I've gotten to know pretty, like, personally over the last few years. But, It's a completely made up person. So you want to know who their friends are. How do they support them? Where do they hang out on the internet? What do do they like to do? You get to the nitty gritty of their entire personality and you can even give them a name. So before you post your content, you're like, oh, would Emma enjoy this? She like really get a lot of useful information out of this. And I think it kind of helps you step out of that ego in a sense and be like, oh, I look good in this picture. This is something that, you know, I really want to put out there because I want so-and-so to see it. It's like, no, like you're putting out this content because it's going to help your community. It's going to help people and they're going to be able to save it and share it and, you know, spread it even wider. But- It's
0: all about the customer and the consumer more than than yourself and your ego.
1: Absolutely. So So basically
0: what it sounds like, she's using her imagination. You hear that, people? Your imagination. Because you're actually thinking out loud, who is my ideal customer? Who is my ideal niche or people that I should serve to? And what do they look like? What do they feel like? By the way, just a little life hack, If AI will tell you that. You can literally create an avatar with artificial intelligence. So, like, so say for yeah. instance, your average client is a uh, micro-influencer from 25 to 34. You can literally put that in AI and say, what do people from 25, 34 on Instagram and TikTok struggle with with content engagement? Yeah. And they'll give you a list of things to help you help them understand. So the AI world is such a different world but you're already in it and scaling
1: I love that though, because I think it's so important now as AI is just getting more and more versed and it's just getting up to expert levels. It's kind of scary sometimes. It's so important to not get discouraged by that and think, oh my gosh, AI is coming for me. It's coming to steal my job and think how can I incorporate AI into my career, into my business and really make it more fruitful. Exactly like
0: All it is is really like, school of hard knocks information overload or information that you need for yourself it's like reading a book it's right. like dummies for instagram or all you do not is put in information that you're curious about and then it's computing back what it might think could help you and saving your time saving time and money and money <laughs> right it's consistency fast pace is better yeah. than nothing happening so let's let's pivot a little bit let's talk about your uh podcast by the way, we're at Soho House. Uh, okay. We end where you come in at on the elevator, so excuse the noise, but we're it's just all uh, just join like the a party. pop-up podcast, right? it <laughs> Talks with Veronica. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but Honestly, so on yeah, yeah,
0: so on brand. Um, so tell us about the podcast, Martini's and Bikinis.
1: Yeah.
0: And what's the intentions behind it, and what is it all about? I was on a podcast, and we had a great such a good conversation about life, relationships, dating, being on the show the Bachelor Bachelorette. So tell me, what is it about your show, Martini's and Bikinis?
1: So I had been wanting to start a podcast for God knows how long, yeah. and i think that is something that's super important and something that i hope everybody can take away from this is just start even before you're ready because i think if you decide to start 10 years down the line and everything's perfect that's your sign that you started way too late late, so it's been such a learning process and i've honestly had so many learning curves how long have you had your show since december of 2022
0: so it's not even a year old
1: yet but it's been super fun i'm almost at 40 episodes so it's just kind of
0: are you filming here while you're in LA, I
1: am. I filmed oh. one last night, actually. Alright, I saw that on your story. Yeah, tour, yeah. So. Okay. you have to go there. It's so cool. It's called WTF Media. I
0: can see. I've already. WTF Media
1: actually produces a lot of their content okay. there they have it here and in new york so yeah my friends had done some work there and recommended it so we went in and i mean yeah. they already sent me like all of my files everything already yeah oh, so wow. all the podcasters out there wtf yeah. media WTF, they did a great
0: ADF, job <laughs> WTF Media, bigger talks coming soon to you yes um so give us a synopsis like what do you talk about the most on your podcast so what is the uh, intentionality of the episodes
1: right i think what i have gotten the most out of this podcast is that it's honestly a journey with me and like with my interviewees it's not necessarily this super curated yeah, yeah, like yeah. just you know we're not necessarily talking about a specific topic yeah. I like bringing on people that inspire me yeah, and I yeah. think that is the number one thing that I've learned is bring on people that inspire you yeah. or people that you just have really good energy with yeah, because yeah. that's going to produce really good content
0: Absolutely.
1: because if you're just bringing on somebody for clout or whatever it's like you might have like the most bland conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think it's that's single-handedly the most important thing that I've learned. Yeah. But we talk about lifestyle and navigating your 20s and dating and entrepreneurship yeah. and all the things that I'm doing and the trial and error of it too. Yeah. Like kind of just having the space where everything isn't fine-tuned and perfect. It's kind of a place for everybody to come and learn and grow together. So it's been really fun.
0: It's beautiful because I think what you're noting to is that go for it figure it out, learn, do something you're passionate about. Even if you don't have all the information on the expertise, it's only can give you a better experience. So you're going to learn things about yourself. You didn't know. So I believe you're in your mid twenties, right? So anybody that's in their twenties, what is your advice that you should give them from your journey that you've learned so far?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this is definitely oversaid, but focus on yourself because Mm -hmm. if you are not internally emotionally physically mentally happy with yourself you're not going to be able to show up for your community you're not going to be able to find a partner that is going to match that same synergy that same energy and you're not going to be able to produce like if you're a content creator or somebody that is having to do that for their business you're not going to be able to show up as your best self absolutely so i think prioritizing that time with yourself is super important because you show up as the best version of you In your professional life, in your relationships, with your friendships, with your family. And I'm constantly a work in progress, you yeah, know? You all are. Yeah. And I think every day I learn something new about myself. And it's just spending that intentional time with yourself. So that way you can go forward into the world and do really cool things and also foster community.
0: Self care, you know, speak on self care. Like, what is your self care routine? How do you take care of your well being, your yeah. mindset, your energy, your spirituality? Like, what do you do to kind of stay afloat? I mean, because you're an entrepreneur, let's be clear. Yeah. You also just moved to New York um you've been DC for some time right. so how do you prioritize yourself and what is your self care routine look like yeah. on a day to day or weekly basis
1: right i think that there's so many different realms of self care you know yeah. some people may think it's getting in the bathtub or <laughs> getting some sort of procedure or yeah. even just journaling and meditating and right. i think all of that kind of goes together it's whatever you enjoy doing you know and it's kind of how they say learning a language should be. It should be something that's fun
0: for okay, you. I like that. They
1: say that that's the easiest way to learn a language is finding a way to learn that's fun for you. And I think it's kind of like that with self-care. If you're not super into journaling and yeah. you know, you find it to be boring and you don't find it to be helpful, don't force yourself don't do to journal it. Yeah. every day. But if you like having a conversation with a friend and really just getting down to the nitty gritty about what you're struggling with and having this like you know, philosophical talk, maybe that's like your method instead. Yeah. But for me, I love a morning routine. Obviously I don't stick to this every single morning. I travel a lot. So yeah. I try and maintain it as much as possible, but it's kind of tricky. So I love to do meditations, whether it's from my coach, Rachel, she is amazing. Um, I've worked with like a ton of other people too. And I find it really entertaining for me to yeah. kind of just absorb different types of meditations and practice with breath work and just i'm one of those people that can't do the same workout every day so yeah. i don't know how Sit i would up. expect myself to do the same meditation every yeah.
0: day and that's something good to point out because i think when yeah. people try to follow self-care routines and they do the meditation the journaling working out reading books ref work which is great they try to do it like every day I always say give everything 60 to 90 days Mm -hmm. but if you got to switch it up every other day or every other week or every week that's fine Mm -hmm. and I think even for me when I'm putting out a lot of advice or information I don't want you to take everything I'm saying to face value this is my perspective take what you need just like when you read a book you don't read the entire book and take all the notes you take the notes that you you know that, that you can relate to and I think I like what you said I've never heard that before that I don't do it every day I mix it up but that benefits you.
1: Absolutely. And I think
0: that was about getting to the bottom of you or for who you are, what makes sense for your life and livelihood. But I remember us having a discussion months ago because I want to talk about the Noah Collective. Yeah. And you said you got, uh, you went to like a or spirit guide or something. And she kind of <laughs> gave you like some type of uh, inclination or epiphany yeah. about- The word no, I don't know. Can you kind of speak on that experience, please?
1: Absolutely. So I honestly think that's another realm of self-care for me. I love mediums and psychics. Oh, you do? And tarot and channeling. I I saw those whenever I walked in. I was like, hell (laughs) yes. The woo-woo in me is just like exploding. But anyway, I love a good psychic. So my friend Jess Stone, she is phenomenal. She's super well-known here in LA. She Mm -hmm. works with a lot of... Health and wellness influencers here, and she actually was on a retreat that I went to in Mexico. It was called Camp Conscious. It was started by the founder of My Girl Wellness, Taylor Burke. They don't do it anymore. Okay. She's a mom and she's busy. Oh, so she doesn't do it anymore. She doesn't do it anymore. Uh, okay. But basically, it was a space where a lot of influencers in the female influencers in the health and wellness space would go to Mexico and they would stay at this villa. And people like Megan Root from the sculpt Society, yeah. Sammy Clark. Uh, Lindsay here at Aubrey Winters all these like amazing people that I've always looked up to were there and basically they blend that in with girls that are maybe not even in the influencing space but are interested in health and yeah. wellness and you know maybe that's something that's in the future for them and these are just people yeah. to you know hang out with for a week and hear panel speakers and get inspired and all that but anyway so i met jess there and she did a tarot reading for me and i was blown away by the accuracy because it ended up all coming true yeah but i went to see her in la and i did a channeling session which i honestly didn't know a lot about channeling i thought i was like connecting with my angels and like lost loved ones and that is not what it is at all you're basically connecting with your guides your spiritual guides so these are people without like a physical form they have names and basically they are speaking through Jess on how to kind of construct your life in a positive way. So one of my guides names was No A, but it was spelled like N O A. And oh, wow. she has this like in the recording, which is crazy because maybe two months before we had completely solidified the name because it stands for nature's own art. And basically what our line does
0: Nature's is, own Art. It's it's
1: That's all so animal dumb. print. Wow. So we take on like a modern design and modern innovative way to animal print and put it on our pieces. So we were like, "Oh, that's the perfect name." It wasn't yeah. trademarks. We so were like, "All right, stamp of approval. Let's do it." Hadn't shared it on social media. Hadn't shared it with really anyone besides like family and friends. Yeah. And. It was just so crazy that Jess said that because I went back on the reporting a few months later and I was just like, that it's still the craziest thing ever. Like yeah. I listened to it all the time. So
0: you forgot that you had, she had told you that Yeah. and you had already.
1: Cause I think at the time I was like, no way, like it wasn't processing, you know? And then I went back and listened and she was like, it's spelled like N-O-A. And I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, like that's but crazy. But you pronounce
0: it Noah? Yeah. Got it. Interesting.
1: So that was just absolutely amazing. And then actually the last time I was in LA, whenever you came on the podcast, I was here for for a month and i went to see a psychic because at the time i was looking for a new environment i've been in dc for four years i have this new theory on life that you can't stay well i can't right i can't stay in anywhere for longer than a degree
0: that's that's amazing
1: (laughs) and it's kind of just something i made up i don't know if that's gonna last forever but anyway i asked her if i should move and she basically said you should move to new york because something is going to fall into your lab
0: Mm, and i
1: was like that's so weird Basically, two months ago, my mom calls me and she's like, hey, so I know you've always toyed with living in New York. I have this friend of a friend that has an apartment in New York. She usually lives in West Palm Beach and she basically is just looking for somebody to live there and take care of the place. She's going to give you a really good rate if you're interested. She wants to talk to you. Wow. I was like, what? <laughs> like, so crazy. Yeah. It was amazing.
0: And and I think, you know, people listening really take this in because I believe the world is becoming spiritual. Because social media has amplified so many different experiences that we don't really experience ourselves, but we experience through other people. And so I feel like people are getting a lot of material possessions. They're having money, they're having fame, they're having success, but people are not fulfilled. And I feel like the new thing was taboo for years was like, you know, psychics, Mm -hmm. card readers, uh, numerology, Mm -hmm. astrology, human design all these things, manifestation, law of abundance, all these law of attraction. And I think this is a new way or new route or intentions to go keep listening to kind of get some guidance or some internal understanding or what to do or what is your purpose, what gives you meaning or where you should go. Not that you got to take it all on, but I mean, clearly you're speaking to these are two experiences that really help you make life decisions to change your life. So with your swimwear brand, how long have you guys been in uh, business?
1: So since November of 2021, and we've been able to go to New York Fashion Week, which is kind of taboo, having swimwear
0: in New York Fashion Week. So
1: we decided to go to New York Fashion Week, kind of make this like big entrance, and it was around the time of Mardi Gras. So we made it like this elevated version of what a swimwear show would usually be. So we had handmade masquerade masks with like these crystals that like draped over the model's faces and like metallic cowboy boots and just made it like this really, really cool and interesting show. Kind of made it more artistic as opposed to, you know, just getting someone to walk on the runway and put on a bikini. And it was, it was really cool. It was
0: really cool. And then that experience, like how did I saw like you had so many different models and people, how did you scout your talent? Like, how did you go about that process? Because it looked like a Big, big time fashion show and I loved it and it by was, the way I got some shorts I wore them in France I was in the south of France and I was getting a lot so of compliments <laughs> like, and they yeah. were comfortable and the blue was like popping so
1: yeah our guys pieces are yeah. honestly our most popular okay. which is so funny because whenever we were first starting we thought that the women's pieces were just going to take off yeah because
0: women always yeah sell and buy
1: well it's so easy to market to women you know yeah. and I think for the guys it's a lot of word of mouth
0: yeah and
1: every single pair that we have came out with there are multiple people that have bought every single print because yeah. they love the comfort of the shorts They're
0: comfortable yeah and the texture how they feel on you
1: it's all 100 percent recycled material it feels like butter yeah it's crazy but yeah, so that show was super fun. And the way that we cast our models usually is through the production agency that we go through. Yeah. So we went through Fashion Week House, which is a production company that my friend Kachita started. She is phenomenal. I need to connect you to. Yeah. But she's based here in LA and she has this brand called Style on the Spot where she's been on shows for Louis Vuitton and all these things. Style like- on the
0: Spot. So yeah. First, the beginning of the episode, you said, like it to me? Like,
1: it? Like to know it.
0: Like to know it. And what's the other one what's so there?
1: she's style on the spot she puts on events for people here this in is LL. the type
0: of like synergy and pattern with you with these names that are so simple but yet yeah, so big in a way yeah, where they provide cool. for so many people it's absolutely
1: absolutely it's all about the name
0: yeah you know? it's all about the name
1: <laughs> but anyway it's miracle
0: season it's great nice name. It. there you go <laughs> it's miracle season people
1: <laughs> but Anyway, she usually will reach out to a bunch of talent agencies and managers, and they'll apply. And then we have this Excel spreadsheet that we'll go through, and we'll basically call them and ask, Hey, do you want to come model for our show? We're going to New York Fashion Week. We'd love to have you if you'll be in town, or if you want to fly in, we want you to walk for us. Then it goes into uh, a casting process where we basically get them in our clothes or in our swimwear and we do like kind of like a test run they will walk for us sometimes they do it virtually it kind of depends but then we'll do fittings and it's kind of like this phase process you know there's the phase of them getting started there's a phase of us calling them and wanting them to come then there's the phase of like them previewing their walk for us and then doing fittings and just
0: so you understand it all I guess it's the life of an entrepreneur. Well, I used
1: to in a power relationships. Scenes, yeah, too, you have a lot so. of
0: phenomenal relationships.
1: Yeah, I love help. the runway scene. I yeah. think it's fun, and I think have a lot you, of people... you got
0: some footage of you walking?
1: I I walked yeah, one yeah. time. Like walking? Oh god, I don't know how they do it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot, right? So much adrenaline. I stayed up all night afterwards. Like I was yeah. just so like oh, but basically a model ended up not showing up at the last minute, yeah. and I had to have twelve looks. So I was just like. Well, I'm going to do it because yeah. usually what I do for the runway shows is I'll wear one of our pieces with like a blazer set. Yeah. So I try to mix in like the businesswoman, but also like uh-huh. the swimwear. And I just like, I'm going to be the last one to walk out. I'm just going to rip off my blazer <laughs> and I'm going to strut down that runway. But I honestly really overestimated like how crazy or underestimated how crazy it would be. It was nuts. I, yeah. I don't know how they do that all the time, but you did it. I have a lot of respect for the models. Yeah. So of that. what is
0: your, uh, what is your, um, what is your vision? You know, you're independent, you know, you're businesswoman. you're successful. I mean, your dad was a, you know, entrepreneur, like, but what is your vision and how you see you, maybe your next, not three to five years, but your next six months to 18 months, like, where yeah. do you want to be? How did you see yourself? Cause That's I see true. like, You've really been a lifestyle, like, entrepreneur for people who are trying to scale their business through social media and digital uh, media and marketing.
1: Yeah, so I just moved to New York, so I feel like I'm kind of getting my feet settled in and I'm starting to feel a little bit more grounded. Yeah. I know- What
0: part of New York are you in?
1: I'm in the Upper East Side, so I'm an uptown okay. girl. Okay, I love
0: Lower East Side, but Upper East Side is great too. I love
1: downtown. Yeah. I was originally looking there, but then this opportunity fell into my lap and I'm actually so grateful. I love my neighborhood and it's a place that I haven't explored a ton, Yeah. but I'm right next to Central Park. I'm right next to the Met so I can go on my little hot girl walks, get my coffee and walk yeah. around Central Park. And it's You such definitely a have a so
0: New York like presence. Like really? I just, I feel like you have that New York vibe. Oh, yeah, because you. you're very like- like not straightforward, but you're more like transparent in a way. Like you show up. Yeah. Like you're not like, like yeah, you know, like DC, New York, like East Coast vibe. Yeah. You know, usually when you're from the East Coast, it's more like straightforward to the point, very yeah. clear. I get you. Right?
1: I, it's the Capricorn, I mean. It's
0: Capricorn, right? What's your moon and rising? Do you know?
1: Yeah, I'm a Gemini moon and uh, an Aquarius uh, rising.
0: Oh, wow. So that's where all the spiritual stuff (laughs) and the psychic stuff. And then you got the moon and the Gemini. You want to travel. You want to have fun. You want to play. It's all All over the place. place. Chaotic. Yeah.
1: But yeah, no, I think DC really prepped me for New York, but I think I want to get settled in there and I'd love to develop more of a community there Yeah. because I think my community in DC has been so amazing and I just want to continue to grow. Like, I don't think there needs to be like a geographical pin on me yeah. I think I'm one of those people that likes to be well-traveled and see different parts of the world say
0: well-traveled like well-versed well-read yeah diversity perspective class yes. just all these things because it makes you more than just what people see right and I think that's why you have a podcast that's why you have a swimwear brand that's why you have a business and you know digital space But what else have you been embarking on lately? Like, what is something that you're excited or happy about outside of just moving to New York?
1: Yeah, so I am actually making a big change within the swimwear. Okay. So... We sold out of everything a few weeks ago, which is so exciting. Like our complete site is just yeah, nothing. It's nuts. Is it
0: all marketing? Like how do you go about
1: Yeah. So it's kind of organic marketing. We don't do any targeted ads or paid ads. We just, you know, talk about it on our social medias and Get people to wear it and, you know, to kind of do it that way. I think influencer marketing has been great for us, but also just like your normal day to day girl, like putting on the swimsuit and like posting something on Instagram about it. And I I think it's cool just to like see all the different ways that our stuff has been marketed and like what's worked and what hasn't. But I went to Paraiso Swim Week in Miami a few weeks ago. And that was such a cool experience because I got to see all these amazing designers yes right. we actually were there last year at a pop-up which was okay. super cool we've never done a runway there but we've done pop-up shops at the SLS uh-huh. and basically I got so much ins- it just oh my god so much influence so much inspiration yeah. from all these different designers there was this one line called the blondes they've dressed Beyonce they've dressed Taylor Swift and they had the craziest theme it was with Teletubbies okay <laughs> but they had super couture swimwear and it was just the most beautiful show I've ever seen, even though they added that comedic relief. And I really want to kind of buckle down on our runway appearances and create runway pieces that we could end up selling for like a premium like, price. Outside of this one where? So I want to do, oh, wow. I actually want to have these runway pieces that we sell for a premium price that we only make one of them. And Solution. you sport it on the runway. And then that's almost a sneak peek as to what our drop is going to be. So we're going to incorporate the prints. 10, 20,
0: 30, maybe 10 <laughs> for, for the drop, but a drop five to 10 pieces.
1: So for our women's pieces, we want to actually come out with three different tops. So we want full coverage. We want plus size and we want just, you know, our normal, what we've been doing so that everybody can sport it. And then for our men's pieces, we want to have our swim trunks, but then we also want to have like different lengths. We want to have button downs that match our swim trunks and just incorporate more products.
0: Yeah. Swim trunks. That's fly. I never thought of that. Yeah.
1: Wow. So I've been really in the creative process right now, which has been so exciting. And it's not anything that's like super like, Oh, I want all these big accolades right now. I don't feel like I'm in that phase of my life. I feel like I'm in this rebirth era in a bit. I am in like the brainstorming phase and yeah, creating. Got so it. I'm excited.
0: So we get it, we're get we gonna pull some cards. Okay. In the process of me shuffling so you can pull, I got two questions. Okay. What's working for you right now and what's your greatest challenge?
1: Oh, uh, my greatest challenge I think is time.
0: Okay, time, <laughs> we like that.
1: I think I really overextend myself sometimes. And, I think because of that, I am not spending my time
0: wisely or intentionally, or maybe just not enough on the things you need to spend time on. Yeah.
1: And I honestly think that's kind of my credit coming out too a bit, because I think- even if we don't feel like we're being productive, sometimes we may be being productive, but like, even for me, I have such a hard time relaxing. So whenever I'm relaxing, I'm almost like fake relaxing and that's not productive at all. You know, if you want to truly relax, you have to be in that relaxed state. And sometimes that's really hard for me. So that almost makes me feel like I'm wasting time. But I think time is something that I really value. And I'm just trying to find my boundaries with it. Even if it's just like me, Fixing my relationship with it. But I think that's my number one
0: thing. Having compassion. Because I mean, you only can do so much, right?
1: Right. In comparison to
0: At least you're aware. I think, you know, the main thing is you're aware and you'll want to work on it. And eventually it'll get better because you're you're putting energy there because that's what your attention gives. Right. And And, what's working for you right now?
1: Yeah, what's working for me, I think is... Spending time with creative
0: people. Mm,
1: that's I,
0: really a good answer. Yeah. What do you get from spending time with creative people? That's a great answer. I've never I thought of it. Like
1: I feel like the best version of myself. Oh. I think that, again, going back to the collaboration over competition, I think whenever you're willing to give your creative energy to somebody else, they're willing to kind of have that output and give it back to you. Oh, and it's just creating this cycle of amazingness. <laughs>
0: I love that cycle
1: of amazingness, but even being here in LA with some friends that are in their creative space, I just feel so much more invigorated and excited going back to New York. It opens you
0: up. It makes you think. It expands your consciousness. Oh, wow. Like like right now, you're saying collaboration over competition. That's making me think, or how you think about being with creative people that answer. I'm like, damn, I never thought of it like that.
1: Yeah. So
0: tudos to that, but here we go. You got to pick a card. Okay. What is spirit telling you? It's
1: pulling me right here.
0: Okay, got
1: it. Actually, know this one. Okay,
0: perfect. What's it <laughs> okay. say?
1: My breath connects me to life.
0: Wow, her breath connects her to life. What do you <laughs> get from that? What, what What does that mean to you? And what comes up for you when you read that?
1: So, I actually really love this because I know we were talking about meditation and things like that. I guess this is more of a general answer, but I think. It's really important to be present and yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And even just taking time to like breathe and just settling in and remembering to be grateful for everything that's going on in your life. But yeah, I think we just forget to breathe sometimes. I actually just had this amazing woman on my show. It's uh Well and Wonder Studio in DC. It's yeah. the first yoga studio slash hemp dispensary in DC.
0: Hemp? Wow. So
1: Basically, it's for all like the rich Georgetown moms. They go do yoga and then it's like this dispensary, but they have a class on Friday. It's called Hang and Heal where they give you a free gift with the purchase of a class. So they'll give you an edible or CBD or whatever. And then you take this yoga class. But it's my friend, Carol, that started it. And she's 51. She was a sports broadcaster. She had her own program on the ESPN network. And now she's just the owner of this yoga studio. And it's amazing. But she... Just reminded me to remember to breathe, mm, even if it's yeah. just like taking little sips of air every minute. You remember, you know, like oh, I haven't breathed in a long time. Like let me yeah.
0: pour that in. Real and it's so crazy because the vibe of the day with Phineas Carter said, "I take the time I need to breathe." So I'm gonna read this out. Okay. My breath connects me to life, and yoga teaches. This spoke on yoga, breath is known as prana, which is in another word, life force. The ancient yogis saw no distinction between breath and life force. And today, the universe is encouraging you to tune into the power of your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we breathe without thinking. Yet, when things get tense or overwhelming, there's a good chance we deprive ourselves of what we need most. air. Air holds the life force of the universe. And when we become aware of our connection to it, we create a pathway to guidance, support, and even abundance. Today, you're being guided to take more breathing space in your life. When too many things are piled into your schedule, you breathe, your breath, I'm sorry, can become shallow. Your energy can be spread thin, and eventually you can feel drained. So take note of your breath. If you're holding it or restricting it while doing tasks in your daily life, know that that's not fully in alignment with your being. Take your time to breathe. You weren't born to live with a half full cup. You're here to breathe with ease and live a life that is full, full of purpose, connection, and enjoyment. Veronica, five of the day. I take the time I need to breathe.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah, so this was great. Um, yeah, people breathe, take, take your time. I mean, I need I need that as well because as East Coasters, we're always on the go, we're right. running like energy right. or so. But yeah. so I have this uh saying for most of my clients before we get into our discussion or session. Tell them to hug themselves and take a deep that. breath. I'm gonna do that. I'm well, I'm safe, I'm loved. I love that. I'm well and safe. I'm loved. And then it's like you set the tone for the conversation or the session. I love and we that. get right into it.
1: I'm totally doing that from yes. now on. So
0: can you leave us with any any motivational inspiration for the people listening that's gonna watch and hear this podcast that you can give For them to stay motivated and inspired on their journey of self-fulfillment or just life itself?
1: Yeah, I think going back to what I was saying earlier, even about meditating and self-care, find ways to do things in life that make it fun. Yeah. And I think if you're feeling stagnant in your career or within your relationships, it's time to branch out, have fun with it, experiment. You know, even now that I'm in New York, I don't know too many people, but yeah. I'm choosing to have fun with it and like go out and, and meet new in. people and yes. just jump in head first and just trying to be better, like at least 1% every day, you know, whether that's fostering a community or building on my brands, you know, just doing one thing that's going to inch me closer to those goals, but also remember to have fun because yeah. at the end of the day, if I'm not having fun, what is the point? We have one life and Love it's that. meant to be enjoyed and yolo
0: yolo no seriously i was just listening to uh an episode on youtube by eric thomas and he was talking about being singular like instead of being all these different peoples he was like he he said i'm I'm gonna give it to you guys like you're gonna die (laughs) you're gonna transition you're gonna leave this earth so you're stressing over what like what like you're gonna die like it's okay so he said okay if you get the million dollar house you get the career you want you're gonna go so people as she said live have fun be curious jump in mm-hmm. and i like to say sometimes you got to leap to get the faith right sometimes you got to jump in something uncomfortable to kind of get faith that you're going to be okay right and so with this episode guys thank you for listening veronica thank you for being here but can you share your social media channels how we can get in contact with you how can we get some of your services where can we find you
1: Absolutely. So if you want to be friends, <laughs> you can hang out with me on Instagram or TikTok. It's at Veronica Julia. That's B-E-R-O-N-I-C-A-D-R-O-U-L-I-A. Just get it. And if you are interested in becoming a micro-influencer or starting your own brand from the ground up, you can hit me up on www.contentconfidant.com with an E on the end. So you can find us on Instagram too. It's at contentconfidant, C-O-N-F-I-D-A-N-T-E. And you can shop our swimwear once we come out with our next collection. You can go on our website and join our email list for updates and events and launches. And that is noathecollective.com. So, there and listen is. to Martinis and McKinney's.
0: Martinis and McKinney's. This <laughs> is a bigger talks episode. We out. Make sure you subscribe, download, and follow her on social media. Get the Noah Collective and get the podcast. Yes. We out. Peace, love, and gratitude. Bye. Bye. Oh, <laughs>